Dennis Money here with my co-host Phil Goldberg, our guest today, uh, Nahid Ankar. Uh, wonderful stuff about Sufism. I, I learned a lot. And, uh, you know, it's a religion of, of, of uh, practice uh, more than just doctrine. So uh, uh, did you know much about uh, Sufism? Have you ever uh, been to a, a Sufi temple before, anything like that? I was at one, and... Um... I know uh, Sufis. I know uh, some Sufi teachers, uh, sheikhs, mm-hmm. and um, I've I've encountered them as well in uh, interfaith gatherings and so forth. But I think my first exposure to Sufism was when I was you know really young and and um, just sort of exploring mysticism and and all the esoteric teachings and I came across I don't even remember how or where um, but um, I remember you know reading about it and um, and just the, the discovery that it existed um, was a revelation mm-hmm. just as it was you know in those days it was a revelation to discover that there was something called Kabbalah, and there were Christian mystics. Right. I mean, because that's not what we were familiar with. And whatever I knew about Islam, you know, it didn't include these incredible Sufi saints and, right. and mystics that are, you know, very similar to the uh, esoteric traditions and all the other religions. Yeah, that was, uh, Phil, very eye-opening for me as well. I grew up, you know, Catholic, uh, and uh, I had no idea, no idea that Christianity had a, a tra- tradition of mysticism, the monks and the meditation, and Thomas Merton. I had no exper- exposure to that. The Desert Fathers, and then Judaism. I had never heard of the Kabbalah, and and like you said, Sufi. So it seems like o- almost every religion, every tradition has some element of of mysticism, of internal development. And uh, I, the only I've never been to a Sufi temple. I'd like to go. There's a a gentleman uh, I I met, uh, Llewellyn von uh, Lee. Hopefully, we'll have him on the show sometime. He's mm-hmm. an American, but runs the Golden Sufi Center in uh, uh, near San Francisco, and uh, fascinating. And I think his tradition of of Sufi of Sufism uh, isn't the dancing and all. It's more meditative. It's more inward. So, like she said, there's different traditions of it. But I guess the first exposure, the first time I ever heard about it or read about it, it were these whirling dervishes, uh, yeah. people that would go into these ecstatic states. And I've never seen that in person. I I'd love to. I have, actually. Um, I was at two different Parliament of World Religions, and at at every one of them, they have a sort of concluding evening of uh, music and dance uh, from all the world's different uh, traditions. And uh, in both instances, the whirling dervishes were like a a, a very uh, sort of... Uh, culminating uh, uh, and very popular uh, feature of the program. It's it's beautiful to right. watch, and the I, music the music is haunting and yeah. gorgeous. I, I would love to actually do it, have the experience of being a whirling dervish, but I get uh, dizzy very easily, so I don't know. <laughs> it'll, 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 it'll happen right. with me. But you, know, you might I, have that, to take your uh, seasick medication. Yeah, exactly. Not to be a tree hugger <laughs> or anything, Phil, but wouldn't it be great if all the religions, all the belief systems of the world Learned from each other, shared with each other. Instead of, we're frightened that their traditions would be uh, trampled upon or, or or perverted or whatever. And so they, uh, we have religions and spiritual groups always battling, always being frightened of, uh, 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 of other spiritual groups and religions. 
that uh, if they just shared it, and I think there's a lot of that that goes on now, the sharing part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, much, so it's, but hopefully, it's, it'll, it, oh, that will grow. It's a very different world than it used to be, and and the you know these we've had people on who are very active in the interface world. Uh, if people uh, haven't heard our interview with Paul Chafee and with Gwyn Gibord and and other people who are very active in the inter interfaith world and the interspiritual world. You know, Mirabai Starr and Ken, Kurt mm-hmm. Johnson and others have been on the show. There's a lot of that now, especially uh, with young people and, and in, in urban shady. areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are exposed to other people, if you're at all open-minded, you don't feel a threat. You feel a curiosity and you want to learn from each other. And that that's going on at a much greater mm-hmm. rate than ever before. Uh, there's a lot long way to go, of course, but... But there is that, and there's an educational factor. I mean, I live in L.A., I, you know, and here you, you, you are more likely to know that there is such a thing as Sufism, uh, and there are different areas and different aspects of Islam, whereas if you live in a, in a more homogeneous culture, you may not be exposed to it. Right. You know, I'd love to learn more. I, I have a friend who's actually a uh, Lubavitch rabbi, and uh, he, I remember one time he... he he asked if he could come into my office. He was traveling, and uh, I and and do his prayer, whatever prayer he was doing that time of the day. And and there was a certain amount of movement and rocking and back and forth. Mm. And he explained mm. it a little bit to me uh, why that was part of the prayer. But I'd, I'd love to learn more about that. Yeah, and, and see, see the difference and similarities between different techniques of prayer and meditation uh, from tradition to tradition. Because and there's definitely move- similarities. Yeah. Yes, and that movement piece is, is um, you know, because people like you and me are, are, are you know, our uh, core of spiritual practice has been silent meditation. Mm-hmm. But there are other practices where movement is uh, encouraged, and in some cases it's ritualized. So what you experience with the Rebbe, um, uh, Jews call davening. And probably that's what he was doing. It'd be the sort of rocking back rocking and forth. Rocking back and forth, yeah. Yeah. And, and um, Sufis have these practices of movement, uh, standing and sitting that go along with chanting and music. Um, obviously, uh, we're, we're familiar with uh, kirtan and uh, Buddhist chanting. In some cases, there's movement associated with it. Sometimes it's ritualized. Sometimes it's just free form. So, you know, the, the, this, there's something about the integration of the body and the voice and the inner state that's probably very valuable when taught right and practiced right. Right. And, and I think if we look carefully, every tradition has that, and there's probably more. Yeah. Uh, these these uh, med- uh, meditative uh, technologies, these spiritual technologies that then we're familiar with, and so uh, we'll 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 come again uh, across more and more. The other thing uh, you did pose to her the question, and it was interesting about how uh, Sufism is is accepted by the larger body of uh, by you know traditional uh, uh, Islamic folk, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounded like she didn't want to get into it too much. But uh, apparently, in in countries like Iran now and all, uh, I don't know how openly they can practice. The Baha'i yeah. have this 
same issues in, in uh, yeah. a number of Middle Eastern and, countries. And I gather in Pakistan, uh, there's, there's some issues, mm-hmm. you know, with the treatment of Sufis. And I don't know what it's like in the Arabic cultures, mm-hmm. but, you know, they tend to, uh, some of the Arab cultures tend to be very uh, strict about um, what they consider, you know, the only acceptable way to, right. you know, to practice, the only acceptable belief system. And so there's not only... Uh, discrimination against, uh, you know, uh, Christians and Jews, but other Muslims right. who are not of the of the, you know, sort of majority or the 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 branch of Islam that's in power, uh, you know. So there's often more problem within religions, you know, than than there is across that. Right. Yeah, I mean, and it's interesting. Every uh, every religion yeah. seems you know, to and, and every spiritual group seems to have their uh, fundamentalists. And those folks are usually not as open to interpretation. Yeah, orthodoxy. Different, yeah, orthodoxy. It's, 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 this is, not even yeah. religions, but also even different spiritual groups are like that. that That's this, right. This is, it, That's everybody right. feels that and they have they, it, the, the way. Yeah. That, yeah, and they have the, the right way and they have to be protective of it and uh, keep it pure in the, the way they see purity. But there's another element to this that, you know, I'm sure sociologists and historians look at, which is, you know, we talked about these esoteric groups being lesser known and often oppressed or uh, by the majority religion. But, you know, in the esoteric traditions, in the mystical traditions, the whole point is you don't need a mediator. Mm-hmm. To to mediate between you, the individual, and your experience and the divine, right. there are these methods for having in, in you know your inner experience as individuals directly direct experience, and so that is often seen as a threat to the uh, of the the power structure of a religion because if you're dependent on the priesthood, right. Right. don't don't let anybody get too independent. Uh, right. Because if they do, then they're not dependent upon us. And if they're not dependent upon us, uh, what are we useful for? And right. I think that, that's a big, that's why, big I mean, that's uh, why, you issue. know, the Catholic Church didn't like Protestants, yeah. you know, who were... <laughs> that's what the whole Protestant uh, Reformation was about. Right. Fascinating stuff. Well, uh, hopefully we'll have another uh, Sufi on. And yeah. I'd like to hear more about it and uh, hear from different angles and different perspectives. But I really enjoyed... Nahid, uh, 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 I, I felt I learned quite a bit from her today. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Uh, all right. All Next the best. Time. Next time. Bye.